Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, everybody, there's a couple of people we want to thank for supporting us at patreon.com slash comic book club this month. Let's kick it off with Aaron C. Hollis. Adam Marks. Adriel Moreland. Amanda Harris. Andrew Richardson. Benjamin Brown. Brett Macris. Chelsea Mack. Clement Soil Lauer. Uh, ooh, good. Curtis LaRock. Demand Ryan. Dan Snow. Daniel Fuentes. Danny Hack. Dennis Scott. Eduardo Martinez. Aaron Dorian. Fanny Boisvert. Gabriela Romeo. Jeffrey Risher. Gerald Patrick. Hugo Sanchez. Jason Tomaski. Tomachevsky. Sure. Jessica Ashcraft. Joe Crack. John George. Jonathan Jong. Joseph Kelly. Joshua W. Bronson. Kaylin Swift. Catherine Inson. Kendall Wilson. Kevin Kleinrock. Kieran Broderick. Lee Brown. Liwana Thomas. Lucas Inc. Maggie Kitterman. Uh, Mark Carrillo. Mark Kiefer. Mark Zeller. Matt Fennell. Megan Thigpen. Michael Sturgeon. Mitchell McDonald. Nick Broughton. Nick Grayson. Omnia Soul Art. Perry Talia Farrell. Pip. Pete 2020. Don't like that. Primetime Polly G. <laughs> Rahadrid Sastrowardio. Riley Trahan. Steven W. Tamela Rush. Terrible Jason. The 12 Band. Tiago Nascimento. Victor Perez. W. Blaine. Will Buchanan. Zika's Viral Comics. Thank yeah. you guys so much for supporting us on Patreon. We appreciate it. Now you enjoy the live show. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Booth Man Pro. Booth Man Pro. And guys, uh, we are going to spoil the end game for you tonight. Spoil the end game. But before we do, before we spoil the end game... We're going to spoil the boys on Prime Video for hats. you. Everybody hats. Hats. Spoil hats. the audience. Everybody hats, hats, hats. hats. We hosted a screening of the boys last week for Prime Video. Uh, we have a ridiculous number of hats for you guys. So I like hope you guys are ready. For those of you who are regulars in the audience, every week you're going to get a hat. This is pretty exciting. Yeah, we it's have so be many great. hats. Uh, uh, honestly, we have 
hundreds of these. <laughs> so anytime, obviously our crowd is usually two, one to 200 people. So they could go yeah. fast or they might not. <laughs> so uh, please, if you want a hat that says fuck soups on it, not S O U P S as I wished, yeah. but S U P S. Well, you got that hat you walked it to hell at Hardy and yeah, they took like, it away. Fuck soups. Yeah. I actually love soup. Yeah. And that guy, was you're like, a big fan. But of I worked I so hard soup. at my oh, broccoli and cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? That was a, that was uh, a Hale and Hardy soup chef. Yeah. yeah. A broccoli and cheddar. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a cartoon. <laughs> I mean, both this character and Alex. Yes. Uh, so we do have a bunch of hats that we're going to give out to you guys. Hope you enjoy them. Uh, don't wear them outside ever. Uh, don't let people see them. In. They're what? rude. They're rude. To say fuck soups. Fuck soups. Well, only if you encounter a soup. Well, that's true. Not likely that's going to happen. But what is likely is that our guest is going to come out. He's one of our favorite guys to have on the show. He is here to help us spoil the end game tonight. Mm-hmm. Hashtag spoil I the mean, end game. I mean, you say spoil the end game like we're ruining something. We're not. We're just talking about Well, here's the thing is that Avengers Endgame came out in theaters two weeks ago. Nobody has said anything about it. There's been no ads, no <laughs> yeah. podcasts, nothing yeah. written up about it. We're, we're breaking the it's seal. It's about time somebody had the balls to stay. Step up and talk about a major blockbuster. <laughs> right. Yep. It's funny, actually, when you go into the theater, they have uh, all of these uh, showings sold out, and people walk out totally quiet, and they never Just, talk to anybody exactly. ever again. Yeah. So every- our podcast is going to be first. The- Luckily, we have one of the best guys in the business. He is the host of Earth's Mightiest Show for Marvel.com, ladies and gentlemen, Langston Belton. Yeah. Welcome back, sir. Oh, Welcome. Hey. This guy knows Welcome about Marvel. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's, out. let's rip that end game wide open. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Wide open. Uh, now, you work for Marvel.com, but you guys I do. haven't been able to spoil the end game. No, the spoiler ban has been lifted. So now don't go on Instagram. <laughs> oh, no, my friend legit went on Instagram and she was like, what's going on? And she's, she, she's not a big fan of the movie. She's one of those delightful, which I envy. I envy, I envy people who are not comic book fans what? because they because they don't know the stress of this of like <laughs> of what, having to hold on to the spoiler what's going to happen to cap what's yeah, going to happen to Yeah but they also don't know the and, journey that and we've that's been on. why I pity them because they don't understand like yeah. end game for us is like comic book dang, biggest movie of all time but. How is it any different than regular movies because it's better I, I feel like Gone with the Wind, B minus. Avengers Endgame gives me everything I want in a motion picture experience. Yeah. Hey, wow. Hashtag don't spoil the wind. Don't spoil the wind. I would love if someone was right now say, like, hey, man, don't ruin Casablanca for me. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I, I feel like we talked about we this, another, this last week on another podcast, but uh, there was somebody, not this week on Game of Thrones, but last week tweeted me before Game of Thrones and was like, hey, man, could you not tweet anything about Game of Thrones tonight? I'm only up to season six. Well, that's silly. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Get off Twitter. You shouldn't be on Twitter if you're only I, season six. I uh, reported them to the police. <laughs> <laughs> that person's in a... Yeah, that person's, they're, no, they're got done. Got black they're bagged walking down the street. Another they're white guy light. calling the cops on somebody. Come on, <laughs> man. Are you up to date? Are you up to date? Game of Thrones? Serving a life sentence. They do a horrible interview. It's like, I didn't watch Game of Thrones for the first <laughs> couple of seasons. Yeah. Like uh, the, conversely, and we will get into talking about the movie in a second, mm-hmm. uh, it has been very weird to me that we now live in this society where like, people are generally just talking about Avengers Endgame, yeah. are generally talking about Game of Thrones. Like, I walk through my office and there's regular people who, as far as I know, are not enormous nerds mm-hmm. being like, so what timeline do you think Cap was in? Yeah, it's While weird. they're getting coffee. And it just... It, Makes me shit. I've gotten a lot of 
emails and texts and like Facebook messages from friends that I know are not huge Marvel. They've watched like all the movies, but they're not like they're not parsing through. They're not like talking about is the quantum realm going to play an important factor. They're not. They're not them, right? So it's like when they ask me, they're like, okay, so <laughs> we all seen the movie, right? Yeah. yeah, this is. We this also is don't it. care. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Three, um, that's what I'm saying. We're, 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 we're free. We're free. Good. I'm big yeah. advocate of like, Let's just talk Cap, about when Cap has the hammer, right? Right. Yeah. I leapt out of my skin. Of course, as we all should. And you, yeah. you did. Yeah. And I love hearing the Russos talk about like we curated that moment to be a rise moment. Like you knew it. We set up an Age of Ultron, and we get it. Now the thing about that, my friend was like, "How can he lift the hammer?" And then I was like, "Well." And it's one of those moments where us as, ner- us as nerds, it's worth it. Us as nerds, do you feel, I'm going to ask you guys a question, I'm going to flip the script. Do you feel the burden Holy shit. when you know so much about something and you feel the Pandora's box of my friends? Like, so how, who can lift Thor's hammer? And I go, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Okay, okay, so on the hammer, there's yeah. this oath, right? How, how, <laughs> the many, oath, how many hours? And the, yeah, it's like the oath says, whoever, who, if you are worthy, you will possess the power of Thor. And she was like, but he's not Thor. I go, yeah, but the language is you will possess this, and that's what I love about comic books. Like, you can lift Thor's hammer, you have the abilities of Thor. Now, if you know who Thor is, you know what to do, which I loved about Cap knew what to do immediately because yeah. he's like, Well, I'm pretty sure I know if I do <laughs> that and want lightning, hey, all right, it worked. And then he yeah. does that, and it's one of the best things that I've ever seen in Obviously. any movie so ever. But on your point, I feel like there are so many people who are Marvel movie nerds, mm-hmm. like they love the movies, watch them obsessively, and know everything about them, but they don't touch comic books at yeah. all. So those people, and they come up to me and they're like, Yes, cool. Cap could pick up. He's a, he could do that though, right? Mm-hmm. And they, you can see them in their eyes being like, "I really hope I'm right about this." I'm <laughs> this. <laughs> but he knows why. But I only know from the movies, and their eyes are welling up. I'm like, "Well, here's the deal," and they're like, "Fuck, yeah. he, fuck, I fucked up." So many right? on Twitter it's about respon- this. You respond. We're responsible. We're like the holders of all this knowledge. Like I, I feel when we're priests, find it, right? Right? Oh, oh, without, the right. without the fucked up with the good book are the good I will say I have always felt a tremendous responsibility in that movement because I, I definitely go through the same thing you're talking mm-hmm. about where somebody a rego that's what I call <laughs> a rego, a rego. rego. some flat scan comes to me and goes <laughs> hey what's the tune between the hammers and I go get out of my house <laughs> <laughs> but a regular person that I'm not sure about the level of knowledge yeah. that they have yet I my brain, it's like this Rolodex starts going off and I'm like flip, 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 flip through all the things like we talked about. This? But then I think, okay, what is yeah. the simplest way of explaining this? And I think that is that is a way of bridging that gap you're talking about where you do say, like you're saying, yes, Cap can lift it. Other mm-hmm. people have lifted it. You don't need to list all of them necessarily. But even you though you want, want to, to, you want to. I want to. No, but Alex, see, you're, in this case, we're worthy. We're no. the ones that have the knowledge. So why are you just handing them the hammer? <laughs> Don't hand them the hammer. I mean, that's an interesting You're way just of handing them the hammer. You got to get in on it. Because they're not worthy yet. That's what I'm saying. You got to dig in and be like, it's like oh, putting oh the you want to talk. elevator with them well, as it goes uh, While we're them. jumping around here, we haven't even got to what we oh, Hold on. About I'm just saying, yeah. while, while, when you're talking about it, you got to get them in deep. They'd be like, oh, yeah, you want to talk about Mjolnir? Are you then, grabbing them by the balls in this scenario? No, That's no, just no. what your hand is doing. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you you're grabbing them by, it, the, but, grabbing by the balls. They are all, the oh, they mean, a very aggressive ball cradling <laughs> gesture. It's a gentle cradle. One was as big as a basketball. You were right. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, sorry, how big are balls? They vary, my friend. I only have mine to draw from. I've never seen any. Some could block out the sun. Yeah. 
<laughs> Here's one thing I was going to say, though. Okay. Uh, conversely, uh, to what you're talking about with like the Marvel movie nerd versus comic book nerd divide, mm-hmm. I I've never been totally into Iron Man. Like I yeah. think Robert Downey Jr. Hold on. What I think a- today you're going to say that. Let him finish. You're going to go to a funeral and be the like, man, you know what? He's the man, fine. The man is recently I mean, dead. You know, yeah. you know him, how a lot of people are talk talking about. about I can't wait you know till your funeral. Like, I can't wait till your funeral. Hold on. You know how people are talking about? Like, can you take a pee break? Uh, during Avengers A game, you t- I just like started pissing everywhere. Like, Tony was <laughs> a funeral. It was like, I don't fucking care. Fuck this guy. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, let me just say about that analogy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that analogy. Very evocative. And also, don't see a movie. With me. Is this why you don't see movies with me? Because you yeah, think I'm going to yeah, do that? Exactly. Yeah, I'm exactly. not going to do that. Yeah, you are. You I'm are. not going to waterfall. You, you hang out with this guy. You might. I'm not going to human bidet in your movie experience. <laughs> my Lord Almighty. Did you pee? Uh, no. I saved my bladder. Shut I'm not going anywhere. I stopped drinking liquids at 3 o'clock. Yeah, me too. Boom. Me too. Me too. And I went, eating. Before, I, didn't eat anything. Yeah. I went before the movie started to make sure that I was good. Yeah, I didn't eat for three days. Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. I, just, I was ready. You, you guys thought your bodies were going to fail you. What I was going to say, though, is Robert Jr. Jr. has been superb as Tony Stark. I've enjoyed all the Iron Man movies, but that's not my favorite hero, right? Yeah. So when it's he just died, the guy who started this whole fucking oh, I know, you, you say this Pete. every single time. But my point being that when, <laughs> yeah. when we got to the point where Tony Stark dies, I was like, oh, this is very sad. This is emotionally affecting, but on a slightly more intellectual level. But then when the entire theater was quiet... <laughs> You were there like, was fuck w- this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you One soul. Yeah. You're the pissing that, sound. That's when you pee. No, yeah, that's I, when I pee. Go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. Uh, the entire theater got quiet when he's lying there and everybody's yeah. coming up to him, except for one lady who is sobbing, like yeah. completely sobbing, and that was the thing that got me. But my point for bringing this up, beyond all the pee talk and everything else, is I do think that's like... That's really interesting to me, conversely, with the movie-comic book divide, where the movie fans care so very deeply about Iron Man because mm-hmm. that is the guy who started it all. For me, it's not. I started with Spider-Man comics. I started with New Mutants. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the stuff Your to me that's like... different. Exactly. Yeah. Like, my friend had the same thing when she, uh, uh, she loves comic book Thanos. And I love comic book. The Mad Titan, like, smiling all the time, just cackling at the universe, just lunatic. Like, yeah, evil, wants to, wants to evil fuck human death. being. Like, yeah. not human being, but evil being. Like, like, fascinated with being evil to people. And she was like, oh, but the one in the, the movie, he's, like, so measured. And, like, people now that I know that are comic book fans want film versions of characters, like, in the comic. I feel like Chris Evans' Captain America, for me, is, like, I'm going to compare him and cross some ponds. Don't tell anyone. Uh, Chris Reeve is Superman. Like, for oh, yeah. me, like, I never didn't, I didn't know what I thought Captain America could be on screen and what kind of cinematic figure that could be. But that guy's perform like, holy, like, I, like, to me, feel about Captain America, I never felt the way about, uh, rather, Iron Man, I never felt the way about Captain America. But seeing Chris Evans' performance, I go, that's the guy that you would always want in the room. If he's in the room, he might not even know what to do. But the fact that he's in the room, you're like, you know what? I think we'll be okay, Cap. Steve's here. Steve's here. Steve's here. Steve's here. Steve's here. And that, and the first moment in the movie that, that actually choked me up, there were too many moments. I, moments I, there's one moment that I openly sobbed, which I'm sure everyone knows 
Let's uh, let's well, let's talk about our cry, cry moments as a little segment. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a full thing. Do you yeah. want to talk about cry moments? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you want to know the movie that I, I, I got choked up that shattered me. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I want to first talk about the this fact about uh, uh, you know comic book versus, ner- versus movie nerds. Mm-hmm. I think it's important because as an actual nerd growing up who got beat up for liking comic books. No shit. All right. I think it's important that we do... Yeah, and it's not- important to mention this because the rest of us were real cool guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just... Sorry, saying- I was the guy doing the punch. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> but that's my point. If you would that's let you me guys get met, there, right? Yeah. Is that... Punisher's overrated! You, <laughs> you got to... You can't abuse the power, is my point. Is that, like, at, at one point in your life, you will be on the bottom, and at another point, yep. you'll be on top. So, like, yeah. the thing is, like, when would I was you, getting beat up... Would you say up, anything comes with the power, specifically? <laughs> no. But, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that, like... The great power? It, I'm right when, here, Pete. When, when people were, uh, like, really upset after the first kind of, uh, you know, start of this, and I was like, hey, everybody, I had to, like, talk down my aisle. It's going to be okay. <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet I is not the see, end of Both it. of you are terrible to see movies with, clearly. Yeah, You're, yeah. like, I talking love to the if aisle. Pete LePage, after the snaps, and go, hey, everybody, hey, Pete LePage here. <laughs> You're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have felt great if a guy but stood also, up. You would have gotten beaten up again. I, I will also, say, I will say. I, let me fucking finish. No, no, I'm going to give you a compliment. All right. But I'm, I'm saying no I've time. seen Marvel stuff with you. Pete legitimately feels a responsibility to let people know to stay through the credits. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. Which is very nice. Yeah, I let like, people I'm know like, it's not over, sit back down. Yeah, and, yeah. My, my perspective is like, don't look at me or touch me or anything like that in the movie theater, leave me alone. Yeah. But Pete is very, he's very helpful with people. Nice. And I'm usually on the phone in movies. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're really the, you're the absolute worst. <laughs> no, no, but, but me, I'm just saying that like, you have to look out for people who don't know, you have to be like, hey, listen, you might not know this, but this is what's going to happen. So when fun. someone comes up to you about the, the hammer thing, this is an opportunity to kind of be better. No, P. We have the Infinity Stones. <laughs> conversationally, conversationally speaking, we got all the whole <laughs> gauntlet right now. So you use it. Okay, this is your time. You don't want to be like old purple face, no powers. <laughs> Brilliant. You got the gauntlet. You got to power up. I you like how it. you pointed to Zalbit when you said old purple. I was purple. pointing I'm at getting See, pretty in this purple general direction. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about the cry moments. Let's what were the moments uh, that made you cry? What so the, the all right, so I'll, I'll do, I have two. There's moments that made me, a lot of moments I maybe like two. choked up. Only one moment made me like shatter into a million pieces. The first time I choked up is, and it's just a small acting moment. It's the reason why I love Chris Evans. When they finally they bring Tony Stark back to Earth, and he's coming off the ship, and Cap runs over, gets his arm under him, and is helping him off the ship. Oh yeah, yeah. I, lo- I was like, because at that point, Cap looks, Whoa. he's like, he's like, no, if that's a guy that needs help, that's not the guy whose family I protect the secret of their murder. Uh, but you know, it's like he, that's my friend, and Tony looks at him and is not going like, fuck you. He doesn't say that until later on, but it's yeah. like he, the first thing he does is say like. We lost. Like he, the first thing he sees is his best friend, his peer. Yeah, his peer, the other guy, the other guy. And then I love the turn when he's had time to metabolize it. It made my heart sink of him being like, "If you were there, we wouldn't have lost." And I love that Cap doesn't move because he's a guy that knows, like, to a degree, I'm absolutely wrong. There's nothing I can say to this guy that's going to assuage him of this anger he has towards me. So I'm going to take this. Cool. And that moment, I was like, "He's a G." I shattered when. Um, when Cap gave Sam the shield, because I, I just didn't think. Really? Oh, when, oh when interesting. When Cap gave Sam that, because again, the optics of it, right? Yeah. There is no timeline in my lifetime I never thought in a 
billion years that anyone that looked like me would ever hold that shield. Yeah. Ever. And in my brain, I go, oh, well, you know what? They're going to give it to Bucky because Bucky, white guy. I mean, you know, white guy, period. I'm <laughs> no, like, you know, period. I mean, honestly, I, I, mean, honestly, I thought they I, were going to give it to Bucky, like, too. Oh, you know what? Yeah. He's like the guy at a time, kind of the way Cap was, and he kind of doesn't yeah. really have a purpose. And I could see them going like, hey, this Bucky, give you this, yeah. this is what gave me purpose when I didn't know what to, what to do when I came out and there were screens. But he also everywhere. looked at Bucky, and Bucky was like, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. And, that's when, go and, ahead. That's, and that's when uh, my good buddy Nick Carrillo... Yeah. He told me, he was like, I think he knew. He knew. Yeah. Like he, and also, then I was reminded that the Bucky is a war criminal. And then, uh, yeah. so he really came like, I'm Captain America. It's like, didn't you, es- didn't you escape from prison? It's like, yeah. no, it's like, oh, yeah, he can't be. But when I saw that, and the fact that the first thing that Sam says is it feels like it doesn't belong to me. Yeah. Like that line, I couldn't, ha- I was like, that's what it is. That's what this country is to a black man. It's like, it feels yeah. like it doesn't, doesn't belong to me. And, and Cap says, don't hey no the best again the best guy in the room it does belong to you i had that made for you this belongs to you as much as it does to anybody else that moment for me and what i knew it, what it would mean that now when captain america talks to black panther it's two black dudes yeah. <laughs> like, it's like man how's that shield it's weird i don't know yeah. i want to yeah. see like again like i just want to see the moment where sam throws it and it doesn't come back he's like oh that's right uh, steve was a super soldier yeah gotta practice and now and yeah. now and now oh because again you want to talk about the freaking parallels you don't want to get into it like you talk about like you know privilege right white privilege captain america was given the super soldier serum sam now has to learn to become a super soldier yeah. He hasn't had, he's been Falcon. Now it's like, no, man, you're not that anymore. You, gotta have, you have to now, everyone's going to be like, where's Cap? And it's you, my dude. And you got to figure out what that means. And Bucky is now like, oh, I'll, I'm, I got your back, my dude. I got your back. It's you. It's always been you. You're the most morally, you're the only other dude that's morally as good. Yeah. The fact that Sam yeah, is dude. always, what does Sam always say to Cap? I can go with if you want. Yeah. yeah. I can go with if you want. He always wants, he's like, if you need me, left. I got you. On your left. I, if yeah. you need me, I got great. you. And I'm like, that's Captain America. And if I hope, I hope they do it. I, I hope think they, they will. Yeah. I really, because that's a movie that I want to see. I, think that, might, I hope that might be the series. Well, they might rename it Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Well, so my suspicion with that, I mean, we'll get back to the cry moments mm. for a second. But So there's a couple of Disney Plus series that they have in development. They have yeah. uh, Captain America and the Winter Excuse me. Falcon. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They have WandaVision, which is a curiously named one about name. Scarlet Witch so and Vision. Uh, there's a Hawkeye one that may or may not be a development and a Loki one. Uh, we'll probably touch on those as we're talking about stuff. But to talk about the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier one, my suspicion about that is we're going to get something very similar to the comics, where he's been given the shield, but he doesn't feel comfortable right. with it. Kevin Feige has said, which is like, honestly, some not-so-subtle shade towards the other Marvel TV stuff, but these are going to matter for the movies. They contain the actors. They're going to affect the movies. So my suspicion is we're going to see this series... It is going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it's going to be the journey of him being comfortable to oh, becoming cool. Captain America, that, yeah. leading into a new Captain America movie, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That, that would be That's my That's a new franchise. would yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? What moments made you cry, Pete? Well, the first time you saw Peggy, I clutched Ooh. my pearls, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh my, oh, oh, Peggy. And uh, that got me. And then it was... Uh, uh, when John Favreau was like, you can have all the cheeseburgers you oh, want. And I was yeah. just, yeah. Because was, you love cheeseburgers. That was a che- cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, you were like, can I have all the cheeseburgers I want? 
You don't ruin this part. Uh, <laughs> like an oh, you cried at that? <laughs> Not anymore. It's ruined. Uh, it's, no, it's funny. A sweet moment. Yeah. Uh, I love you three thousand. That line. Oh. The my daughter's uh, school that she goes to. The guy that runs it signed his email. I love you three thousand. Oh. I was like, yo, no one knows what this means. I bet, but I no, certainly do. <laughs> uh, what do you mean nobody? The movie. Everybody saw this fucking movie. Man. Nah, Some people have I know. Even. Well, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> It's an indie <laughs> film. Uh, I cried um, at when uh, uh, Tony and Spider-Man uh, oh, yeah. each other for the first time. I don't oh, know yeah. why that, that real got me. Hug was just I don't know like, why that got me so hard, it's, but man, it's because it's, it's in the moment of this crazy battle, and it's the moment where you get this thing that made Spider-Man Spider-Man. It is this yeah. kid looking around, being like, "Mr. Stark, you're not going to believe that," and all he sees is. There he is. Yeah, yeah. he's I back, know. and I got him back. Like I, I fixed this. I made. Yeah. I corrected this mistake. And when he hugs him, they both stop, and I it's just like they both go like, "Oh yeah." Oh, and great. it's so funny because that's such a not comic book thing. Well, Sp- uh, Spider Man and Iron Man don't have. So this is the thing that I think is one of the beauties of the MCU across the board, which we talked about a lot over the past ten years on the show, where they're able to pick out all of these different things for the comic, make them feel like they come from the comics, but they're still part of the MCU. They work for the yeah. movies. And there was kind of the Iron Man, Spider-Man mentory thing going on in Civil War, but it never really made sense because Spider-Man has been around at that he point. He's a grown man. Exactly. Yeah, he's a grown, <laughs> he's a grown Definitely man. Definitely like, an adult. And he's like, do you need my help, son? It's like, I... I think I'm as old as you are. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like, yeah. But making Peter yeah. a child, making Peter a kid, making Peter a city kid too. Like a city kid. That I'm thinking about me living, growing up, and living, being from the Bronx. If you said I was going to space, that's probably my reaction. Is like, yo, Mr. Stark, my guy, yeah. Mr. Pegasus, <laughs> and yeah. uh, yeah, who's that purple j- jackass over there? We got to fight him because I would rather not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I love the fact that them making. I think that, and you were saying that the movies. I think there's so many relationships and so many partnerships and relationships that, de- that have developed through the movies that it gives like the, the movie fans almost what we have as comic book fans of like that understanding of there have been these relationships over the years. It's like people think that Falcon and Bucky just don't like each other. Like that is a relationship of like that adversarial kind of yeah. like we are we both have the same best friend and he's not your friend he's my friend. It's yeah, like yeah. a college friend and a high school friend. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> but we're different times in the And Steve's life. too polite to pick one over the other. So he's going to go, yeah. "Hey man, we're friends, right?" Right, you're both my best friends, and they yeah. can't handle yeah. that. They can't Bye. handle that. Steve's yeah. like, I'm gonna go be a good guy. I'm gonna go do some push-ups, and then they're like <laughs> staring at each other, disliking each other. But I love that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean that I think has been built up really nicely. No, totally, and uh, I think it was truly it got me. It's and great. then uh, the big one that I was like, I was seeing it with a bunch of non-comic book people. And when the, he said Avengers and he said assemble really oh. under his breath, I was like, mm, oh, oh, <laughs> I'm crying and this is not a time to cry. It's an action part. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's but when I was crying. It was also like really cool because of the pause. Like it gave us all time to freak out. And Avengers. Then, yeah. And we were all like, ah! and then he goes, assemble. Can I ask? Like that he is, was in the room. Is and that how, you, how did you envision the Avengers assemble moment in your brain? Because everyone had their moment of like, what is it going to be when he finally says it? What did you think it was? I thought it was going to be everyone, everyone's back, and he was going to do like the yell, like the Captain America, like shield in the air, and then it was going to. I thought it, when they bring everyone back, it was going to be like Avengers assemble, and everyone was going to just like 
out of dust just get rematerialized and Thanos is going to go and then like run and jump in the Thanos yeah. cup. I like, thought it was going to be like the shot in um, Alt- the Ultron movie yeah. when they're all sort of slow-mo running toward it from the opening sequence. And it kind of was like that. Uh, yes, but with I thought it was going to be yeah. more the core and that everyone else is going to be sort of like I, I thought it was going to be about the core Avengers yeah. as opposed to literally everyone. And I also, I bet they shot it a couple ways, but I'm so glad they went with the quiet assemble. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it was like four cap himself mm-hmm. and it was great. Yeah, it was, it was great. great. Uh, I pictured it as like legitimately a straight on splash page. They shot yeah. it from the side, which again, fine. Uh, and it was great. And that whole sequence, that last hour of the movie yeah. is stupendous. The, like, the shot of cap the, against the horde is Oh, my God. Oh, so amazing across the board. But I pictured it as like what you're saying, like the dead on. You see everybody in the frame all assembled against Thanos. Um, the way they did it, I think, was great as Brilliant. well. Yeah. Pete, did you have you a specific picture in your head, Pete? No, yeah, I, I just was just like the fact of like when Spider-Man showed up and everybody lost their mind in the mm-hmm. movie theater. Uh, and it was just like. Then Black Panther showed up and the roar just got louder. It was yeah. I was just one of those things where I was just so happy to be in a room full of strangers. It was just like right, yeah. <laughs> the you thing know, about the thing like, about that moment, the thing about that scene, I think the reason why it'll <laughs> last forever in superhero dumb is that the Russo brothers know how to do a lot with a little. And just hearing, like, Cap's alone. Like, this guy objectively is done. Like, he will fight forever, but he's, he can't be that. He just can't, like, physically. And then it's just, like, a little static. And then it's like, Cap. And you're like, well, who's talking to him? Because you don't initially hear who you don't, you wouldn't recognize who it was. And you hear, Cap, it's Sam. And that is another one that I was like, that means if Sam's back. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. You, Jack. Oh, Thanos. You thought you did it. You <laughs> thought you did it. But guess what? What if everyone showed up? Like, and I love the fact, like, if the Civil War doesn't happen, Thanos loses. If he shows up, to, if he shows up and, like, the Avengers are all united, they're like, who are you? Um, th- no, time to go. Earth's closed, my yeah. guy. And it's great to watch. Star-Lord would have caught a shield when he was, oh, like, getting in Thanos' face. And absolutely. And when, uh, I will say, it was funny in our screening. Uh, when Star Lord came back, there was a definite drop of energy. Everyone like it was like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it's like the music. Alan Silvestri scribe. I downloaded the whole score. I listened to it back to four like a million times. Portals trending on iTunes for a reason. It's a beautifully composed thing of like you just feel like everyone's back. But when Star Lord came on screen, everyone went, oh god, damn it. Right. <laughs> him too. Like you had the gauntlet. You could have brought back everyone except for the guy that put us here. Wow, like, and, harsh oh, no. take. Uh, I'm real sorry. One of the man, one of the people. When I mean, we're going back. My favorite moment from all of Infinity War, everything is when Tony Stark says, "I don't know why, like it got you." When Tony Stark hears Quill here, like, "Oh, Gamora is gone," and he goes, "The first thing he does goes mask off, don't engage because he's a superhero. He's a superhero." He goes, yeah. "You have you've now been emotionally compromised. You're about to do something dumb. Look at me, please. Look at me." And because Peter Quill is an idiot, like. Uh, it was great. It was great to see War Machine hit him in the face. I wish if I had that gift for the rest of my life of just like <laughs> pong and he's out. And this guy, but it's that thing of like trying to tune by himself to a song. And when you see all the production value shipped away, he's like, "Come and get you." I go, "He is an idiot. He's a yeah. at, 
Why yeah. would anyone follow him? Yeah, but that's the thing. Wow. Like, when you are emotional about something, then somebody says, do you calm down? That does the exact opposite. Wait, of what you, if you know how to do your job, you can compartmentalize, unlike Captain America, who helped his best friend break out of prison. Exactly. And let me just say, Pete, calm down for a Fuck you. What? <laughs> <laughs> So just cu- can you calm down no, for a second? No, we're trying to have a conversation. No, we're trying to have a conversation. No, we're trying to have a conversation. you, man. Okay. I'm trying to make a point here. Guys, I, it's not working. I don't know I what's fire going him. on here. I don't know. It's not, it's not working here. Um, do we want to talk about anything we did not like? It's light crit- it doesn't have to be a love fest. Well, uh, the movie wasn't five hours long. Okay, Ooh. great. You work for Marvel. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was great was it was... Dr- I... I was, when they showed the funeral, and I was like, who is that fucking random teenager? And then kid? I realized it's the kid from Iron Man 3. You did yeah, like that, that, or you did like that? I I, I was just, because I was like, oh, my God, this is more, who the fuck is that guy? And then I was pissed yeah, that I didn't that, know. That was a weird choice. I understand why he was there textually, yeah. but it was distracting. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, at if, funerals, random people show up. Like, Alex yeah. is going to show up and piss everywhere. Am I? Yeah. 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 Uh, probably. I'm very no, excited. I just saw about that kid getting that phone call and being like, Hey, um, apparently Tony Stark knew you, <laughs> and uh, he told us to call you in the event of his death. Who are you? Like, like, and I when I was watching the movie, it panned, and the great we saw it in IMAX. <laughs> it was nice. Um, it was very nice. Uh, but um, it's a I know. Um, but when it panned over him, the IMAX screen is so big. There was enough time for everyone in the crowd to have enough time to go. Who is this? Yeah. Okay, it's not his son. It's not who is. Okay. And then I heard some whisper, Iron Man 3. And then it, there was this weird murmur. It spread. It, it was like, spread. you absolutely right. That is the Oh, that's yeah, the kid. That's right. He was already off screen. And they were on the Thunderbolt Ross, which then everyone went like, are you here to arrest everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I love. I love Thunderbolt Ross. Also looks upset. Looks, looks like yeah. someone went, Mr. Ross, you have to go. You have to go. And he's like, it's great. I just lied. That shot blew my mind. I was like, you were all on set. That there was a day were, where the were they though? Were they no, all? No, they were. No, they, they were. were. I mean, they I talk know about how they were like it, it was one of the the Russo brothers have said like it was one of the scenes that gave them putting the kid in that scene gave them like is anyone gonna know who he is? It's gonna be this random person in our three hour long huh. movie, and all of a sudden it's like everyone goes the movie. They're all enthralled. We've just killed the Godfather of this entire universe, and we pan past some kid who we don't know. We pan past Anakin Skywalker. My friend called him Anakin Skywalker. Made me laugh out loud. He was like, I don't know who Anakin was. I go, who are you talking about? And he goes, oh, no, long-haired, handsome kid that was at Tony Stark's funeral. It's like, oh, yeah, the kid from Iron Man 3. And he yeah. didn't, even he didn't clock it, and the movie had gone by. It's a weird choice, too, because there was another actress that they cut for the movie, Catherine Langford, who you yeah. guys might know from 13 Reasons Why. Uh, she was in the movie as Morgan. Uh, as uh, Tony Stark's daughter, but mm-hmm. older. And the idea was that when Tony does the snap, he goes to the soul world like Thanos the did with Gamora. The, the way station. station. Yeah. yeah. And sees her there, but older. And basically, the older version of Morgan says, It's okay. I grow up happy. I'm happy. Uh, yeah. Which is this awesome that idea. I love that me. idea. But that apparently, when they did me. it, that it was the same. Me. Yeah, it, it, it's beautiful. But apparently, when they did it, everybody was like, Who's that? Yeah. I don't yeah. know who that is. Uh, oh, that's the girl from 13 Reasons Why. Wait, what is she doing here? So it destroyed the moment, mm-hmm. which I understand. I felt so bad because she was. it was built up for so long. Like, who's she going to be? I was like, is she going to be Kate Bishop? Is she going to be? Who's she going to be? Yeah. And then I felt so bad. It was like the entire world is speculating about who he, what 
important role you will play in this movie. And then eventually, like, oh, you're not in this movie. And it it's was, like, uh, I was like, it was the first thing that I Googled yeah. during the credits where I was like, wait, did I miss that? Yeah, where was I thought she? so too. And it was, it, I, I feel bad. I, I thought it was uh, Scott Lang's daughter. I was like, yeah. is that the girl that we've yeah. been talking about? Who's she going to be in this movie? And my friend was like, now it's just that guy. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just another brown haired girl. Just another brown haired young white woman. Who's yeah, there you go. I go, I go, I like, she's great. She's awesome. I go, is that the woman that we're supposed to be speculating who she was? And I was like, oh, that's good. They, they're going to do like Cassie Lang, and it's her. That's cool. I'm glad yeah. she's not Kate Bishop, and I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, there are a couple of things that I wasn't crazy about. I mean, we've talked, uh, we talked on our Patreon podcast about Fat Thor, which I think was right. poorly handled. Wait a minute. Why? Why, didn't you, why didn't you like, why didn't you like Chubby Thor? I do work for Marvel. Why I didn't think, you like Chubby Thor? I, I think if we can you... encapsulate it, I think it's like one yeah. too many cheap shots, felt like. That's what I think mm. it is. Like, I, I appreciated the emotional arc, and I understood what they were going for, but it felt like they just kept hammering on the fat jokes. Which undercut it, and at least the screening I saw when he finally gets the Thor armor again, everybody laughed at it. Yeah, which is not what I think you want in that moment. Yeah. And if they had cut out the cheese whiz line, if they had cut out the salad joke, I don't think it would have worked. You think they leaned far into Ragnarok Thor of being like now Thor is this kind of like comedic foil? For no, being I think like- he could be comedic foil. I was even mm. fine with him like duding out and mm. falling asleep. Like, the idea that he is useless and everyone is like, oh, my and God. he's their big gun. Like, yeah. He is Thor, the, yeah. Being the like, Thor, they, what the are you doing? Are. You have wrecked yeah. yourself. But you can have that one establishing shot of, like, oh, boy, he's not Thor anymore, and then move on from that. I thought he was going to get thin when he put the costume on. Yeah, I thought, I I thought, I thought it was going to be a God thing of it. He was going to be like, okay, and just catch. Yeah. I will ripped. say, just, like, I have seen, uh, I've read a couple of takes that I thought were smartly put that, the fact that he did not do that and he wasn't suddenly magically thin by the end of the movie was a good move as well. Yeah, which yeah I, I think so. Yeah, they didn't fit. Yeah. But it, again, the jokes, it was just too much. And by the time War Machine saying that cheese was line, which actually felt like very out of character for yeah. him, um, I, I had a feeling of like, you need to stop. I don't know. Makes so, no, that makes perfect sense. No. Yeah. So that's an actual criticism of a movie and not. Well, people usually go like, well, I thought they were going to do this. Well, they didn't. That doesn't <laughs> no. make them be yeah. bad. It just means it didn't live up to your expectations because no, I love them. That's great, though. I like that. Yeah. Did you guys have any particular criticisms of the movie? Well, no, I was just, I wanted the uh, kind of like uh, what Captain America did ex- explained a little bit just because it was like, wait, has he been sitting on that bench for years? Like, is yeah. this like a Forrest Gump thing where he's just been like... <laughs> you think he sat there for that long? Well, I don't know, man. So can I, can I tell you a couple of things quickly about that moment? Uh, first of all, this occurred to me to bring up earlier. Uh, what I loved about that shot of him sitting on the bench is they shot it so it looked like young original Cap. Yeah. Like, yeah. from behind, he looked like the small Thin Cap. Kid, yeah. And I, there was a brief moment where it was like, oh, my God, did they bring yeah. him back yeah. to pre-Super Soldier? Is that what happened? Of course, that's not, but I thought that shot was so nicely done. And the fact that they got Joe Biden to play him was crazy. I mean, wild. a really good kickoff to it's, his it's, run. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I think yeah. he's got it. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I was having trouble with the timeline stuff afterwards, and I was like, yeah, because, really hitting okay. wall. Uh, but who, but who, here's, here's, I felt like I figured it out. I worked through it, all the stuff. I was like, great, figured out my problems. And then I read conflicting interviews with the screenwriters 
and the directors where the directors were like, yep, he's in an alternate timeline. Like, and the writers be. were like, well, you can't create alternate timelines, so of yeah. course he's not. And I was right. like, what, no, it, what were you Based on the rules about? they set up, if you, if you take something away, right. it yeah. will create alternate Because that thing, like when he pulls Mjolnir out of time, which is my favorite thing, and I go, uh, that means that Thor was somewhere back then going like, ha-ha, and nothing happened. Yeah. Um, like, when you take something away and you put it back, it's great. When you add something, you're not creating... If Cap doesn't do anything, the world happens. There just happens to be one extra person. If he goes and talks to himself, then yes, that creates a timeline because you are taking away, you're taking away his ignorance of the future, right? You take anything away. But I think, like, if he goes back there and hangs out and doesn't do anything and lives in a house and goes, hey, Peggy, it, the world's going to get worse and worse and worse, and I can't help you. Except, okay, so there is two things going on, right? Mm-hmm. There was the scientific explanation or scientific quote-unquote explanation that they had. The Hulk is talking about it. Ant-Man is talking about it. Everybody else. And that <clears throat> deals with alternate timelines and multiple realities and everything. But then the way that Tilda Swinton er, right. explains it is the Infinity Stones keep everything even. So as long as the Infinity Stones are there, there's one timeline and that's it. And that's yeah. what Marcus and McFeely, is yeah. that there? Yeah. Uh, Marcus and McFeely said, they were like, yeah, if you keep the Infinity Stones there, there's one timeline. They take the Infinity Stones out. That allows for branching timelines, which she's trying to prevent the entire time. That's why she's like, don't take the Infinity Stones. You have to bring them back to the place. So my impression coming out of the movie that I eventually came around to was like, Okay, Cap could totally fuck things up. He could kill Iron Man when he's a baby, but as long as he puts those Infinity Stones back, it repairs the timelines and brings it down to one. But that's not what the Russo I, said. I thought but that when she was doing that, you go, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just confused. So he went back, made his date with Peggy, they lived a happy life, and then when he put the time stones back, that life never existed. No, no, no. He put, went and did up, put all the stones back, and he just started his life. Back with Peggy. his last stop was but that's, in, but that's you, not like, what the director said. The director said he was doing it in an alternate timeline. Well, I think the writers are right. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I, and it's a better so, story. That so means a, he did it, and yeah. it's that's the, the universe. We're I mean, the theory. And so he in our universe, he got together with Peggy. Yeah. I mean, first off, it's not our universe, but it's a the Marvel universe. Uh, our universe, motherfucker. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, our sign off on Earth, my show is your universe, so it is. Oh, your there you universe. go. Thank no, you. Think, oh, did, are they so talking about us? The yes. Theory, oh, it's wow. it's all of you. Everyone watching right now and listening Great. at home. It's the your theory universe. that I liked. We never found out who Peggy's husband was. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And in terms of the timeline, it certainly could be Secret that husband. Cap who traveled back in time. So he took care of everything, replaced the stones, brought Mjolnir back, kicked the shit out of the Red Skull on Vormir <laughs> again, which is something that I desperately want to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then went be- back and was like, hey, Peggy, I love you. They have the dance. They have that wonderful moment. They have the kiss at the end. Absolutely fantastic. That's legitimately all I wanted out of the movie was that to be the end of the movie. And I was he very to happy. He told her, right? He had to tell her, like, hey, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from the future. Right. But then she's the spy. He's not. So True. my take on it was she was like, we're going to come up with a real simple lie for you. The real simple lie is... My husband, the only thing we know in 1953, she has an interview where she says, my husband was rescued in a bunker by Captain America. Yeah. So he could be like, yep, I was in that bunker. But here's he what I'm saying. He also happens to be Captain America, and his face was everywhere because it was a, like, you know. It, he was, it was like, it's like, hey, Peggy, is that Steve? No, 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 no. Yeah. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. Steve's dead. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, he sounds, looks, he, I saw him clear a fence 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, she's like, I have a certain taste. I have a I taste. Like men like you this. Would, you would be surprised yeah. how many men have super strength, can live forever. <laughs> but here's what I want. I want the Nomad movie right. where he, uh, in the mid-60s, uh-huh. early Good 70s, man. hair grows out. He rides across the country. You want to see him with the bullet? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what Nomad looked like. Not necessarily. Yeah. Um, he couldn't stand by and let stuff happen. He had to, like, I'm going to take a saying. secret identity. And, like, I want that. I think that's a, that's a perfectly that's cool. viable movie for Marvel to that's do. That's cool. Uh, now, we've been talking for a while. I, I do want to go out to you guys and yeah. see what we haven't covered. What questions do you have? Uh, they can be about anything, but certainly if you want to ask us something about Avengers Endgame, let's what go else out you talk to you. See, between that game and Thrones, what are we doing? Uh, I saw this hand yeah. shoot up first. Why don't you come down, sir? What's your name? What's your question? Hi, my name is Sean. Hey, uh, this goes for everyone. I just want to know what spoilers did you know before going into the movie Ooh, that bumped nice. you out Ooh. when you went to go see the movie? Great question. I didn't know any spoilers, but here's here's a weird way that I got to... I, I, I suspected that there was going to be time travel involved. I kind of like... I had heard like rumblings about that. The thing that keyed me, the thing that I kind of knew that there was going to be like... I knew they were going to go on... The thing that I knew they were going to go on missions. I kind of deduced that for myself. And I was like, oh... Okay, when I f- saw the Hot Toys Hawkeye figure, and on his hand, he has, like, the time GPS, and I thought that it was going to be, like, a single stone-like housing. And I thought, because I thought the Avengers Symbol moment at one point was going to be all six original Avengers were going to each get, get their own stone. That was my and theory, th- and too. They were, yeah. And they were going to all have, like, crazy powers, like... Uh, Hawk again the reality so he's shooting arrows and they're coming out of different places and like people are messing with time and like Hulk gets the power stone and is like that should get World yeah. Breaker Hulk or something like that but like um, yeah I kind of the time travel thing and like the time heist thing I kind of was like I knew but it didn't matter because nice. it was even better than I could have imagined it was uh, I watched the trailer mm. and that's it Wow! I so do, spoiler free. I was spoiler free, and I was on Twitter too. I thought people did a great job not spoiling Avengers Endgame. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kept getting. Uh, I kept. I didn't realize how much I check social media mm-hmm. uh, because I was like, "All right, I got to stay off the shit." Zap watch, and then I was just like, "Ah!" And uh, but luckily, I I also didn't get anything yeah. spoiled for me. Total so. spoiler free. Nice. I knew that Black Widow died. Really? Really? Yeah. That's miserable. Yeah. I That's too bad. Though also, that I, was, we, I didn't talk oh, about yeah. the things I didn't like about the movie. Yeah, that, that was, was maybe my least favorite scene. I love that, that part. Oh, I loved how they were what? both fighting so hard to be but the one. Was, Who would you just, rather have been? It, 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 number one, Hawkeye. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, or also, like, I don't know. It just felt, uh, it just felt like a bummer to have. You know, I will agree. I was, I, I felt like it was. When it, ha- it happened to Gamora, and I was like, oh, they're going to change it. It's going to be different. But I will say, in that story... Why couldn't you kill the Red Skull? I would have just been like, let's wouldn't fuck it be great that if they both stop helped. and they go, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. That wouldn't have helped them. Hey, brother, you got a soul? Yes, I do. Why? And they both grab him and go, yeah. off you go. And they're like, hey, guys, you're not going to yeah. believe it was the Steve. You are not going to believe who we yeah. ran into. Hey, Red Skull is there. We do off a freaking cliff, my guy. For you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Like, <laughs> Like... Yeah, I understand. I can see like the problem. My friend, she did not like. Yeah, not it like was, and yeah. it felt like Hawkeye had already sort of. Uh, I think he 
his position, it would have made a little bit more sense. But just the idea that they were like racing to kill e- themselves against well, each other felt like fighting just a hard not- for, which I yeah, but thought was very honorable. It just felt like not a real thing because they they fought each other and pulled punches before, and it seemed like they were really fighting for this. I mean, in general, I I just didn't like the Vormir stuff in either movie. It felt to oh, me it felt to me like you had all of these Infinity Stones, and I know they wanted to mix it up and they wanted to make a hard choice and an unenviable choice and all of this stuff. But you have, like, all of the stones are housed in different things, except for Vormir is like, kill your friend. Yeah. And very specifically, killing a woman in the first movie and then killing a woman in the second movie. Yeah. Real Agree. bummer, true, yeah. weird plot line to me. Particularly because, to your point about coming at it from a comic book perspective, going into Infinity War, I was still thinking about it as, okay, it's Thanos for the comics. The only thing he loves is the Infinity Gauntlet. That's it. That's literally the only thing. So when they got to that point and they're trying to imply that he's going to kill Gamora, I was like, yeah, but he doesn't really love Gamora. So I had a hard time buying that in the movie, and I understood I liked it in the movie. I understood that was my comic book thing, but then again, they killed Black Widow in the second movie was a real bummer to me, particularly because it felt like Hawkeye potentially could have gone. I understand why they didn't. I understand why, but not having Black Widow at the end there, particularly in the Lady Avengers moment, which is so ridiculous, but so great at the same time, was it took away from that moment for me. It also felt like, and I think you and I have talked about this before, but I felt like you have an easy out there. You have the easy out, which is like Hawkeye saying, I've already lost everything. And he opens his head and he has the stole stone. Like, that's it. Or, uh, my wife suggested to me, they both fall off of there. They both fall down, hit the bottom, and then they wake up in that pool and they have the soul stone. Because they both have given up. But now I'm wondering, if the Hawkeye series happens, I feel like that factors in. Then now we get, you get downtrodden Hawkeye. He's like, I have nothing. Like, well, he I still really... has his family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true, true, <laughs> yeah, true. He's doing great. But to be uh, fair, like, I mean, like, yeah, it's true, he has his family, but, like, he lost his best friend. It's, it's like, just, yeah. was it worth it for my best, who's my best, which I love. Like, is it worth it? And Tony has a thing of, like, is it worth it to, I have a great life now. I could throw all this away. Plus I he, get everyone back, but spent, I got to lose this victory. He spent line. years on a murder vacation, too, which, uh, as Ronan, so. Yeah. <laughs> the murder optics vac- of killing off the, optics the, of killing off of the woman on the team and then cutting back to all the men being bummed out about it, it and that, using his motivation. You know what? I will say that was weird. I was like, um, I, are there, there are more women that they're going to yeah. hang out with, right? right. <laughs> so when the A-Force, oh, nope. like, I guess we go, like, the A-Force on a go, it was almost like they were like, don't worry. We like we yes we did kill Black Widow. However, there are there are numerous people that can that, that like we, we understand. It was one of things like we understand what you saw earlier. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. that to me felt sort of like forget about this yeah. weird death. Yes. look at this, and I was like, ah, you don't. Fool I understand. Me. Yes. The, uh, I will say to keep giving the screenwriters credit, they knew that. Like they gave yeah. an interview about that, yeah. and they said, hey. We were wrestling with this moment a lot because we're like, this is ridiculous. Is this pandering? Yeah, but it's awesome pandering and it feels awesome. But also we love it, but we hate it. And they kept going back and forth and they ultimately fell on the side of like, you know what? This is just too much fun. We have all these amazing actresses and all these great characters. Mm -hmm. Let's just throw them together, put it in the movie, understand that it's going to be read a bunch of different ways and go with it. It was a celebration. It was like that was the closest. That third act of that movie is the closest you will, in my opinion, you will get to reading a an a, seeing an actual comic book 
major event battle. Like the, you see a spl- like a David Perez splash page, and it's like, how are they fighting two hundred and fifty people at the same time? Yeah, in a still image, and you know, I was like, oh no, this is what it looks like: Spider Man flying on a Pegasus with typhoons, and people are like, who am I fighting? E- you're fighting everything. The sky yeah. is now red. There's <laughs> this, this the, the sky is red. There's an alien here somewhere on the field that killed half the people. I just came back from the dead, so it's like I think, yeah, that third act is just is yeah, you're right. It's just like it's living, breathing comic book fun and a reward for being with these movies. Like, yes, it is the victory lap. That whole third act is the victory lap from all the movies you've watched. And I think that moment I can understand, like, do we just do the moment of like, it's all the women. It's like, is that pandering? It's like, yeah, but also it's very important to see. For me, it was very important to see that there is that representation. It's like, hey, look at this cadre of amazing women characters that we can now put more emphasis and give them a push. Yeah. The, the way they stayed I've seen, I was cackling the entire yeah. time. Because, <laughs> and I think that's what they were going for, is like, this is ludicrous. All right, we'll take another question. Uh, I saw this hand shoot up. What's your name? What's your question? Uh, my name is Kevin. Uh, first, uh, Pete, what was your reaction to the elevator scene? Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh. I loved it. I thought it was such a great way to kind of like uh, deal with for those of bullshit. you who just playing it in case anyone doesn't quite remember it. It's the moment where Cap is getting the suitcase from all the Hydra guys, and he they look at him weird, and he says, "Hail Hydra," and they're like, "Cool," and he walks out. Yeah. So first off, my first thing was like, I got real excited because I was like. We get to see that fucking fight scene again. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. Round two, elevator fight scene. Who wants to get off? I was like, I was hoping he would say that again. Like, anybody want to get off before we get started? Oh, but it was such a great way of like, and I saw like a meme of someone like somebody who's played this level before just knows the shortcut to be like yep. Bill Hydra. And I was like, oh, it was great. Cause it's like, I don't believe this bullshit, but this is the quickest way to get out of this situation. I will say my reaction when I saw that scene, I was like, oh no, I'm worried about Pete. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, let's be honest, anyone in Pete's row and in Pete's yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anybody in, in general facility. Uh, off and hit great. someone. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my question for everybody is, in Endgame or the entire MCU to this point, uh, what is a moment that you really remember just being so shocked at in a good way? Just so surprised. Interesting. Blown away. Blown away in all the movies? moment. The and airport fight scene. Like, I remember mm. watching that being like, that shot of them like walking toward each other, and it's like, what do we do? And it's like... This is how a superhero fight. Oh, that's what it was. The moment where they're about to hit each other, they're about to clash, and you see the flyers in the air and the people running on the ground, I go, that is a combo cover that I never thought I could ever see in real life, of like the, everyone running at each other and about to like start fighting. Uh, yeah. That was like the first thing I was like, they've done it. Like they've mastered, they've mastered how to capture those moments in real time. So, civil, yeah, the airport scene in the Civil War. Yeah, I will say, I mean, this is a more recent one, but it's the first one that came to mind. Uh, Cap jumping with Mjolnir at Thanos. Ooh. I have thought about that shot so many times since seeing the movie. Like, yeah. that whole fight scene is amazing, but just seeing him jump like that, it reminds me of, uh, there's a scene in the Lost finale. I know this is ridiculous, oh, but... No. Um, <laughs> oh, Hold on. Uh, the Lost finale, when Jack is running at Locke, and he jumps in the air... And when you're watching on TV in real time, it cuts to commercial, and it's just Jack, like, halfway in the air about to punch him. And I remember in that moment when I saw that at home, jumping off of my couch when that happened and screaming because it's so amazing. And there was, and, a, there was a commercial? Yes. 
Huh. In the middle. Yeah, in the middle. Huh. I know. Weird. I, I, he, he was like, yeah, and we'll be right back. No, I'll in a couple uh, of minutes. Uh, it was crazy to watch commercials. Please enjoy like, Pepsodent. Pepsodent. Le- <laughs> le- <laughs> if your teeth are needed something, then you should get this. But this gave me the something. same feeling. Like the same feeling of like seeing the like, yes, the hero is jumping at the villain with all of his power. I cannot wait to see what happened next. I would challenge you to find a way. You do very well at this. Uh, relate something from what we talk about to Lost in every episode. You're <laughs> yeah. very close. Yeah. Uh, good on you. Uh, You're fighting a good fight. We've been doing it for 13 years, and so far I haven't lost yet. Yeah. Well, way to squeeze Lost in. Uh, great. Um, uh, the two we things- do have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Hatch. <laughs> Find the hatch. Uh, the two things that I th- uh, really surprised me when they almost, when they were pulling the Infinity Gauntlet off Thanos' hand in Infinity War, I was like, oh my God, they could win right now. Uh, I really bought that. And I was like, I know there's another movie coming, but I really bought that. Um, and then uh, I think the moment when Captain America said Hulk smash oh. in the original Avengers, that got me so hard. I thought it was so funny and just so good. Wait, what did you, say? Did you just, say that got you so hard? It's not, not that both, way. That, both not that way. You not you hard. Hard. That's right. not what I meant. Not what that's not what I meant. 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 The internet remembers forever. It's recorded now. Yeah. To be fair, it got me. Hey, well. Don't kink shame me. <laughs> no, but I also love the way he just like pointed up at all the monsters and was just like smash. Yeah, oh, no, that's great. Smash. I mean, that the Battle of New York is one of the best movie sequences of all time. Like, yeah, I think in a very different way, the end of Endgame works, but. That whole sequence, the that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Yeah, that yeah. to me was you just yeah. took mine. You piece uh, of sorry shit. about. That. Uh, uh, but yeah, because it's like this buildup of like, how does he do it? And people are like, who's the exercise or your Buddha now? Like, what is your thing? And then it, the fact that he just like turns and was like, that's my secret. I'm I know it's great. Man. Anyway, honestly, he calls honestly, honestly, Pete. Could you calm down? Shut the fuck up. There he is. There he is. When he calls him Cap, that made me like that gave me chills. He goes, "That's my secret cap," and it was like. You're already friends. You're already cool. Also, call uh, call it Cap was maybe something that I like to to this day. I have watched that that whole sequence just to hear Tony Stark go call it Cap, and like it's like yeah, you're our field commander. Like I'm the guy who makes gives everyone their costumes, but you are the guy. We're in the field. You fought in World War II. Tell us what we should do, please. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Just real quick before we take another question, Uh, I completely forgot about this until right now. The thing when they go back in time and they're standing there and they cut back to the Battle of New York, they're like, okay, we've got to stop posing. And they Ah, pose. Oh, amazing. All of the jokes. The procedural aspect of we've now captured Loki. Hawkeye Paul pours three fingers of whiskey and he's like, hey, we did it, my man. I had a bow and arrow and I'm still alive. It's great. That moment and seeing them all tell Hulk to not get in the elevator. And him like take the stairs. Oh, brilliant! Great. That's great stuff. Uh, yes, you sir. What's your name? What's your question? I am John. Um, you, John. We had an idea for a series where Peggy and her new husband Dave Dodgers um, <laughs> has like a quantum leap style, going around America, like fixing, uh, you know, like civil rights or like like different <laughs> issues. We will all be in the series that you're writing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my question is, if you guys could put, like, one extra series in the uh, Marvel Ooh. universe before the next film, what would it be? So using Marvel cinematic characters and a TV series spinning out. Yeah, so some other Disney Plus series that hasn't already been yeah, Coming approved. out from where we are. So, like, we're not going to talk about, like, the Punisher and shit. Right. Yeah. Like, we're talking about real shit. 
Yeah. Not bullshit. Oh, my. You saw he looked at you? <laughs> Whoa. Almost hit you. Got really, got really close. What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, you can hear when you don't have the mic in yeah. your hand? Uh, that's crazy. What a big reveal. Nothing. So we're so, just answering this gentleman's question. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what aren't we allowed to do? Well, I mean, we're talking about spinning Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff into TV series. New Disney, like a new Disney what, So what we talked about, all of the Disney Plus stuff seems to be coming directly off of Endgame. Like the Loki yeah. thing, the popular theory is that's the Loki who grabbed the Tesseract and yep. jumped out of that scene. Got it. Then we're going to follow him. That's great. The WandaVision thing, much less clear because it seems like some sort of 1950s sitcom messed up thing. So it's we're not them in Prague, right? What? I hope. I hope it's them in Prague. Uh, like, no, it seems no. like... The, I think it's going to be based on the Vision series for yeah. Marvel, is what I would guess. Yeah, there's been some promo they would have art to, that, that was, was so popular. Right. They would be so dumb not to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'll let them so, know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you stared at me. Very right. aggressive. So taking what happens in Endgame, spinning something off of that, what would you like to see? I'll, I'll real quick start. This is just off the top of the head. Uh, Nebula and Gamora series, like yeah. bridging the gap until Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You have this mm. 2014 Gamora. She's learning how to be a good guy again, working with Nebula, who's figured out that it would give something very different from the Earth-based stuff. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, sort of in the same world, I want to see rockets five years on Earth uh, in between uh, when they, after the snap, until they figured shit out. Uh, what he was up to, uh, what uh, sort of raccoon I, stuff. I want, uh, also with the space stuff, I want more Valkyrie. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Just give me Valkyrie. New Asgard? The new Asgard series? Yeah. yeah. I'm a, Just her drunken adventures. I'm all, That's I'm what I want. That. I, I'm going to go. It's something I've dreamed of because it's a dream of mine because I want to play Patriot in the movie. Um, <laughs> Avengers Academy. Like oh, doing, yeah. doing like, hey, uh, now that everyone knows this, hey, hey, we all know that half of us left this corporeal form because of a space tyrant. Some people were going to be like, you know what I want to do? I want to be a superhero. I want to sign up. And I'm like, that's how you do it. You, that's how you do Cassie Lang. You do Stature. You do, like, Kate Bishop. You do all that stuff. And I think this, after Endgame, now that everyone knows, like, hey, there's this huge, like, vacuum for superheroes. And, like, the Avengers now, now they're, like, mythic. Like, they're mythic in the way that people off world earth know the avengers yeah. so i'm like i want an avengers academy like seeing a brand new group of like kind of like parallels to that original six like being an avengers team and learning how to be an avengers team and you prepared a patriot monologue yes okay uh whenever you're ready oh my i oh i have something in my shower of like my thing is like patriot would be just about uh someone asks patriot like oh, why do you want to be an avenger and he says like you know listen i believe in captain america I believe in Captain America right up until the point where he betrayed this country and didn't sign you the Sokovia Accords. You motherfucker. And I realized well, I that... we were going to go a whole show and, and, and not bring this and up. I realized, and I realized the Sokovia Accords are there for a reason. And I realized that it's not up to you, but that's not my Captain America anymore. Sam Wilson is my Captain America. <laughs> and that was what he says. So when it, and the, and the, and the, uh, the obligatory bearded white gentleman behind the table goes, Ooh, okay, I guess you... <laughs> yeah. Young man, you're a codenamed Patriot. And then the credits roll and... 
The credits roll right there. That's the right end. That's, 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 that's the first end. Same with the episode. Very short. The whole very show. short. No, that's the end of the episode. It's the end of the episode. It's the end of the episode. I don't think we could greenlight that. I'm sorry. Yeah. You yeah. can. What? Yeah. I didn't know there was a pitch meeting. You said do a monologue. Honestly, who would be in the credits? You yeah. tricked yeah. me. It was only two minutes. You guys, because you're all playing the generals I'm talking to. I don't I don't even think anybody was shooting this, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. We were all Sorry. Do we have any more questions? I think we could take one more real quick. No, nobody. All right. We've uh, talked for a long time about one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, just one last thing I do want to ask about Avengers Endgame, just because we have you on the show. Yes. Uh, number one Ant-Man fan, how'd you feel about Ant-Man saving the entire universe? This was for Ant-Man fans. Let me tell you something. For no. Ant-Man, Ant-Man fans. fans this Ant-Man when And again, the fact that I live in a world where Ant-Man's the guy that comes... Also, Paul Rudd, that scene where he's his daughter for the first time, he goes through so many emotions, and then when he just says, you're so big, like, I... That alone, give him a statue for that. He goes through the horror of him realizing what has happened, realizing what's happened to her, realizing what has happened to everyone, and then... He's still Scott Lang. But uh, as an Ant-Man fan, the idea that all of their quantum suits look like Ant-Man's suit, because that's the yeah. only thing they all know how to base it on. And also, when he turns to Giant Man and punches that Leviathan in its face, I, I stood up and I was like, God, I was like, yes, Giant Man. I screamed, yes, Giant Man, because it's just like it pans up in one scene. It's just the, he's moving slower because he's bigger, and it's just like the boom. And it's like, we have a giant, we have a giant human being. Ugh, Ant-Man. Forever, so good. I, oh, so good. I'm well, glad you're happy. Were you so hard during that? I was. Yeah, I so was hard. from toe to scalp. I was hard <laughs> as, wow. as rock. That's a weird way to put it. It was crazy when uh, Liana Mormont just jammed the dagger into his eye. Uh, right at that moment. I just wish good. Peter Quill pet ghost on the way out. Yeah, uh, exactly. Not be just well. They didn't have the CGI budget. So that is my new favorite story of. All time. And people yeah. are like, pet your dog, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. All right. Uh, I think we could really quick do trivia. Pete, you want to rush through it or you want to just hand a gift card to somebody? Uh, sure. We'll, uh, we'll rush through it. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So, we'll give back uh, $25 trivia. Who would like $25? Simple raise of the hand. Pete, stand up. Uh, stand up. You got to stand up and join the. Yeah. First Don't... hand up guy. Come on down. Come on down. Here we go. Come stand over here. Hello. Hey, uh, you're Sean, right? Yeah. I'm Sean, I'm Sean. I'm going to read you questions and all three possible answers. Uh, today's trivia is on topical comic news. What artist and writer just signed a, a Marvel exclusive deal jumping from DC to Marvel? Oh, is it great. A, Pat Gleason, B, Alex Ross, or C, George Gaines? So it's either it's A. A. It's a is correct. Correct. No hints necessary. Right. Watch the news. All right. What writer is getting his own day declared in Phoenix, Arizona on May 25th? What is it? Is it A, Jason Aaron Day, B, Denny O'Neill Day, which is the correct one, or C, so, Bubba Smith Day? So, uh, Denny O'Neill. Denny O'Neill Denny is correct. O'Neil. Yep. Okay. Uh, for Mother's Day this year, some participating comic book shops are giving away comics. It will be the Marvel Rising series, the Marvel Superhero Adventures series featuring blank. Is it A, Captain Marvel, B, The Invisible Woman, or C, Hooks? So it's A, it, Captain Marvel. Definitely Captain Marvel. Yeah, you are correct. Nice. Do you know what this? Yeah, I was thinking about it earlier because I want to see Avengers can be done in the style of Police Academy. Yeah! Oh, wow. Police Academy oh, is right. The secret. Well, you, you guys green like that? 
Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> Avengers Academy is Police Academy is a horrible idea. <laughs> but you, I watch uh, Mahoney. Thanks uh, to before we go, anything you want to plug? Uh, listen, uh, check out Earth's Mightiest Show every Thursday on Marvel.com, Marvel's YouTube channel, and on Facebook. Leave a comment, tweet at us at Langston Belton. Like, talk to us. It's fun. We love, right, talk, we love nerding out and having debates about whether Cyclops is the great, greatest or great X-Men. All right. A couple of things from us. You can check out all of our podcasts at comicbookclublive.com. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash comicbookclub. We have a private Slack and a bunch of other things you can check out. Very private. It's very private. It's all the stuff we don't say here about, you know, <laughs> when Alex is doing in theaters, what I'm doing when I see Hulk smash. Just yeah. a lot of ideas. Yeah, just really. Yeah. Really Alex works out all of his writing ideas in the Slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's really good. Peekaboo. Speaking of which, we do a bunch of other podcasts, including a Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark, also a Cloak and Dagger podcast called Cloak and Jabber. Uh, We have an American Gods podcast called American Godcast that'll be finished. We swear we're going to finish that. (laughs) We definitely (laughs) will. We're going to finish it at some point. A bunch of other podcasts like that. Uh, Pete, what else do you want to plug? Check out Murder Falcon. It's coming out on Wednesday. I'm excited about it. That's not a time for that. Okay. Oh, friend us on Facebook, so you to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Uh, Pete, calm down. Dear guy, please calm down. Fuck uh, you! Uh, follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Uh, as I said, check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. Also, you can subscribe Google, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, or your favorite app. Rate, like us, etc., etc. A couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank Lex. Thank you, Booth Man Prime! Booth We want to thank you guys for every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. We will actually be talking about comic books next week. <laughs> Good night! Thanks, everybody. Good night, Thanks guys. For Nothing.